Welcome to the Money Matters Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Torres. This episode is brought to you by Crowdsourced Books. Crowdsourced Books provides you with all the resources you need to become a successful author. You can find out more by visiting crowdsourcedbooks.com. All right, now let's jump into the episode. Welcome everyone to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I interview business owners, founders, and executives on uh, their top tips for success. Uh, today, really excited. I have Katie Sowa on the line, and she is the COO of Future Founders. Um, so first of all, welcome, Katie, to the show. Thanks for having me. All right, so I'm I'm really pumped to get into your your background and just what you're doing for entrepreneurs through Future Founders. Um, but before we get into that, if you can just maybe, I mean, it takes a certain type of person to want to help entrepreneurs. Um, if you can maybe just give me your background, you know, as an entrepreneur. Definitely, yeah. So. Um, I guess I would say I got my start really not knowing um, too much about entrepreneurship or what to expect from it and actually kind of fell into it. And uh, the reason that I fell into entrepreneurship and kind of stuck with it is because I love the people. I love the the, the vivacity that goes with it, kind of like the energy, the passion that people have. So I love the idea of entrepreneurship and that people are willing to, you know, put everything on the line to make an impact. So my background, um, I studied entrepreneurship in college and kind of fell into a couple of different startups um, working in like the tech side of things. Um, I actually even worked for a technology commercialization center which was really high-end technology companies um, to get funding to kind of like get started. So I've worked within startups and with startups um, kind of going going through um, the whole spiel of everything from focusing on the finances and the HR side and the culture side of startups to actually helping a lot of startups um, grow. So from there, I kind of went back to grad school and wanted to focus a little bit more on uh, the VC side of things, but fell into the nonprofit side of things instead. So they definitely say you can't plan your path, and that is for sure true for me. So went um, went to school, worked for a nonprofit that actually worked with collegiate entrepreneurs across the country. It was called, or is called, the Collegiate Entrepreneurs Organization. So um, I worked with that organization and kind of helped um, lead a lot of it for a couple of years and really started to learn more about academia and entrepreneurship at a collegiate setting. Um, and from there, my path kind of drew me into future founders where I helped to create and launch all of our collegiate level programming. So Future Founders, we are a nonprofit that works with student entrepreneurs. We believe that every youth can become an entrepreneur. So we have resources and support to empower, inspire, and actually help students really conquer their ideas um, and create tangible solutions and hopefully businesses from sixth grade all the way through college. Got it. So tell me a little bit more of, because, um, you know, most of the people I talk to that are entrepreneurs, a lot of them, 
you know, they maybe didn't like corporate America or they went, you know, for what, or they maybe were inspired for, um, their, their parents were entrepreneurs and that's all they knew or, you know, a, a lot of different things. But this is one of, in my, one of my first, um, interviews or conversations with someone who has expertise in the entrepreneur area in a collegiate, um, setting. So talk to me a little bit more about, you know, what that looks like. Like, what does that type of program look like? Yeah, so to kind of go off of what you said, there are definitely a lot of reasons why someone becomes an entrepreneur. At a collegiate setting or someone who's like a young entrepreneur, it's this kind of like the same. Sometimes, and what we're seeing more of now, it's definitely inspired by the high cost of um, student loan debt. So sometimes these ideas are taken advantage of to help, you know, pay for college um, or pay for school in general and becomes a necessity for them to be able to, you know, live and kind of keep going and keep making moves. But a lot of the reasons are still just the same, and it doesn't matter what industry they're in, whether it's like an arts-based business or a food-based company or a technology company. Um, a lot of times it just comes, like any entrepreneur, the passion um, that they might have to create something and not knowing any different or not knowing they can't. And I think it comes, takes a special person who, you know, is ready just to take that challenge and will learn along the way, doesn't think that they need to go and necessarily, like, get a job for 10 years to get experience, but can go and create their own opportunity now and um, really make an impact and make a difference. So how Future Founders particularly works with our students, we run accelerator-based programs. So we have a bunch of kind of long-term accelerators um, that are essentially cohort programs. Can you can you can you define accelerator? Some of the people yeah. listening may not be familiar. I mean, that's our talk from our world, but you know, a lot of, of people don't know what an accelerator is. Yeah. So an accelerator, you can think of it like a boot camp where entrepreneurs would go into a program. Um, typically, they get some money, a lot of resources out of the program, maybe a space to work out of for a very short kind of designated period of time. Typical accelerator is about three months long. So as an entrepreneur, you'll go and apply to one of these programs, hopefully get in, and then you get access to a lot of things to help boost or accelerate your startup in a very short amount of time. Typically, an accelerator, like I said, lasts about three months, ends with um, a pitch or a demo day in which most of the time you're hoping to get more investment or to like hire people. There's some kind of big milestone marker at the end. Um, and then the goal is that after you've gone through that accelerator, your business is farther along and, you know, you've progressed and can kind of keep moving forward. So we take that concept and we've like manipulated it a little bit um, based on our collegiate market. So for us, our accelerators are anywhere from six months to a year, so not your typical three-month um, program. The reason we do that is because there's a lot of ups and downs of entrepreneurship. There's even more when you're in school and kind of, like, trying to deal with, say, like, parent expectations, friends and family's expectations, as, like, a person trying to figure out, you know, what are you going to do and, like, what is how is school going to have an effect on that. So we have a longer-term duration to really um, support the ups and downs and also make sure that, there's not just a lot of influx of resources in a short amount of time, and then after that, there's nothing. So we really want to make this, like, a sustainable way of living, or this entrepreneurial path sustainable. Um, the other difference that we do is 
especially knowing where a lot of our um, entrepreneurial company, companies are coming from, knowing that they're maybe paying for school. Some of them have jobs and they're working while they're trying to start their own business. Um, and they don't have a lot of money. You know, entrepreneurs don't have a lot of extra capital in general. Um, well, student entrepreneurs definitely don't have a lot of capital. They really don't have reserves set up even. So we don't take um, any equity in their companies. We don't charge for any of our programs across the board. That also gives us a very, like, altruistic third-party sense where our, us as well as our entrepreneurs and residents who are mentors that work with the program, we can just make sure that we're really in it for the best interest of that student entrepreneur and their company. Um, so, yeah, that's how we operate. We have a bunch of different of these accelerators, these programs that we operate throughout the year, and we run these students in a peer community or a cohort. So not only are they learning from our resources, but they're also learning from each other. They're learning, you know, what other people are have hap- what's happened to them, what they're going through, kind of in these different um, industries and different types of businesses and different stages of businesses. Got it. Um, so are there certain um, things, because obviously when you're running an accelerator, um, you you have access to a lot of different business concepts, a lot of different business um, types in terms of owners. Um, are there some, you know, some, some things that the organization has noticed about the businesses or the type of individuals that have kind of finished the accelerator? Um, that kind of makes them stand out. Like so, this so this shows all about top tips for success. And I'd be interested yeah. to see what kind of things you know you've noticed in your tenure there. Sure. So I'll kind of cover the first part, which I think are the things how we've created um, our program and what you know we've researched and know about other successful accelerators are. What are those things that any entrepreneur needs to be successful. That's the reason why they typically go into these kinds of programs to help boost their business. So the kind of the main components are is meant one of the main things is mentorship. So to be successful, any entrepreneur needs some good solid mentorship. And I'll say it's a very qual it needs to be qualified mentorship. So what we find a lot of times that people will have mentors, but They'll maybe, like, meet somebody at a networking event or they have a family friend who, let's say, they're an expert in marketing. Well, that's fantastic, but if you're running a tech-based business, a lot of times what we'll find is that that marketing expert, maybe their area of marketing expertise is not necessarily the area that that entrepreneur needs. So that family friend or that person that you met, just because they say they're in marketing, if they do real estate marketing, that's very different than what your tech business might need or what your food company might need. So mentorship is important, but making sure that mentorship is very qualified. So right industry, kind of right level of experience, um, you know, need different things for different um, businesses, for different industries. So just making sure that you're not taking advice from anybody, but that you've done some vetting and you know that, the advice is legitimate. The other big piece um, is a, a community, surrounding yourself with a community of people that understand what you're going through and can be supportive of it. There are no, there's, as you know, Adam, there's not, it's not always wins, um, but it tends to be a lot of losses when it comes to entrepreneurship as well, and it's all about persistence. So surrounding yourself with other people that understand that and maybe have gone through it or are going through similar things is very important. 
to let you know that you're not alone. Entrepreneurship can be very lonely. So if you can surround yourself with other people who get it, it makes it a lot easier. And that can be as simple as, you know, beyond, you know, participating in an accelerator program, even with people that have ideas or, you know, just want to get more connected, finding a meetup group or a local organization community that has something regularly. Consistency is key with this, not just showing up once and being a part of, of a community, but really, really being a part of that consistently. Um, so finding like a local event or a local meetup group that you can go to or, you know, finding um, a co-working space that you can be a part of even if it's once a week to go go there, you know, be around other people that are doing similar things. Um, even if there's no, let's say there's no community set, like set up in your local area to make your own community. So the people that you do know that are local that are maybe in the same industry or interested in it, set up your own meetup. And maybe it's every Friday morning or every Friday for lunch, you all get together at like a Starbucks and kind of talk about things. Just kind of maintaining that level of community will be really helpful. So I think the biggest thing you need to be successful, no matter what your business is, despite whatever resources you may or may not have, and that could be human capital, financial capital, the things that everybody does need is a community and qualified mentorship. Um, in terms of kind of flip side of the coin, we'll say, uh, the things that we notice that tend to be, we'll say, success traits in the entrepreneurs that we work with um, and even kind of following their path, there's, there's lots of different things. Um, when we look for entrepreneurs, we really look for people that are willing to take action. As you know, there's probably there's a lot of people out there that like to talk a big game, but it, when it comes down to actually doing it, there's the number kind of dwindles. It's like a funnel. So we look for people that actually are, like, ready and taking action on being entrepreneurs, not launchpreneurs, people that talk about it but don't actually do it. So What did you call it, a, a launchpreneur? A launchpreneur. Like, what? you want to be an entrepreneur. Oh. No, that's it. I swear that preneur goes on everything. I love it. <laughs> I learn a new one probably once a week. <laughs> Go ahead, please. Yeah, but uh, so that's taking action is a big thing, and you know it's how um, you might not know what the steps, the right steps are, and as we, as you'll find out, or anyone will find out, there's no guidebook, right? There's no step one, two, and three to how to make a successful business. But really, it comes down to just taking action on things, making the best guess to try to make progress and move forward. Sometimes you won't move anywhere. Sometimes you might learn things. Sometimes you'll have a win. But it's all about just actually doing things to kind of keep that, keep the ball rolling forward. So action is a big thing that we look for. We also look for grit or tenacity. You know, someone that's like willing to like roll up their sleeves and hustle and do what it takes. And I think this is a this is a really big thing because entrepreneurship and, you know, just like sales and a lot of other different careers out there deal a lot with rejection. It's just with entrepreneurship, there's no necessarily no stability to support that rejection. So someone just needs to be willing to kind of roll with the punches and be willing to get a lot of no's, but still in the same sense, be really willing to like move forward. So trusting yourself. And knowing that it's not personal, but you just need to figure it out and kind of maybe pivot or make maneuvers, that's really important. And then the other thing that we look for, we kind of like lump it into this idea of vulnerability, 
and emotional intelligence. So it comes down to really being self-aware as a leader. I mean, there's a lot of resources out there with like really solid definitions of what intel, what um, emotional intelligence might mean. But just we look at it as kind of a willingness to be introspective and understand where an entrepreneur is coming from, where you know your strengths and weaknesses as a leader. You know the kinds of people that you need to get on that bus to help compensate your strengths and your weaknesses or complement that. Uh, but then also being aware of your surroundings and knowing how to interact with other people and being able to read that pretty well. But also knowing that you don't have to be, you know, the successful entrepreneur all the time. Entrepreneurs know that there's a lot of hard things and the willingness to be vulnerable and to be open about those hard times is very important. You know, we talk about mentorship, and a lot of times mentorship is done for free, and people are willing to share their lessons learned for free. So you, on the flip side, as the receiver of that mentorship, needs to understand how important and how hard that is to be that vulnerable and share that with other people. But the great thing about entrepreneurship is that it's like a cycle, a cycle of life, entrepreneurial life cycle. So to be vulnerable in exchange and be open and willing to share your story and your lessons learned with others. That's a huge part of the entrepreneurial community and ecosystem that keeps things moving forward. So those are, those are some kind of, we'll say like personal traits that you kind of need to be successful and need to own up to as well as the things you need to surround yourself with um, to keep moving forward. Hey, that's great, Katie. Um, and I really appreciate you sharing all your knowledge and your experiences with the audience. Um, where can people find you? And where can people yeah. find Future Founders? So people can find Future Founders online. Uh, it's futurefounders.com. We're always looking for people who might be interested in volunteering and supporting the next generation of entrepreneurs, whether that's elementary school kids, high school kids, or um, some of our college entrepreneurs. And then for those young entrepreneurs out there who maybe are in school or are recent graduates, um, go to our website and check out some of our upcoming competitions or accelerator programs to help um, get your entrepreneurship journey on a fast track. All right. Well, hey, Katie, again, thank you for your time today. Um, really appreciate you coming on the show. Um, for the audience, hey, listen to this one again. Katie dropped a lot of um, important knowledge. Um, if you're an entrepreneur looking at, um, you know, starting up a business, or um, another theme, an underlying theme here, um, is if you're an entrepreneur that has experienced some level of success, make sure to pass it forward. Pass it on, um, pay it forward to the next generation. So um, have a great day. I really appreciate your time today, Katie. Thank you.